Think with Saraf. The aim of this podcast is to inspire you to think critically about issues of life and seek God. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. I want to talk to us about some basic things of Christianity, the basic elements of Christianity. You see, many Christians at this point in age, this new generation uh, and the new Christians, um, respond and behave as though there's nothing at stake. You see, as Christians, as ambassadors of Christ, we have a responsibility. This responsibility exceeds our own self-centeredness, our self-will, and it, it is more than our own advancement of our own kingdom and our will, because what we don't understand or take into account is that we will die one day and we'll have to be standing before God. And this is my plea to all of us, that we recognize this, that we have to res- respond and we have to answer God one day. If we do not respond and answer to him now, then we'll stand before God and we'll answer to him. So our studying of the Bible, our prayer life, and our walk with God is superficial that it is hard to believe that we are we are so comfortably walking in this life. This is a sad reality. Sometimes I find myself walking in this world as though nothing else matters, as though my faith in Christ is nothing but a superficial drama and portrayal, the display of my own self-righteousness. And I have to step back from that, and then I have to take inventory of my own life and examine my thoughts, examine my heart, examine how I'm doing in Christianity, how I'm living out my spiritual life, how I'm living what I'm supposed to live. I have to examine all of that. But then if I find myself to be anticipating more excitedly the things of this world over the things of heaven, the things of God, then I have to step aside, step back, and then I have to pray to God and say, God, what is your will? How should I how should I respond to your calling? How should I learn of your calling? How should I listen to your voice? How should I respond to the Holy Spirit? And I have to fix it. I have to understand my own self and sinful nature by the assistance of the Holy Spirit. You see, we have forsaken the basic elementary principles of Christianity. How is our prayer life? Prayer life is the most important thing in our lives. If you are not praying every day, if you're not spending time in prayer, then you are not walking with God, and therefore you do not have a relationship. How can you have a relationship with someone if you don't speak to them? The relationship is formed on the basis of exchanging dialogues. You can say to your famous and adored celebrity that I like him, I love him. You can say it to them, oh, how I how I love them. And I, you watch them on television and you feel like as though you have a relationship because you get sad and you get so much, uh, um, so much sucked into their lives. Anything that happens to those celebrity, you feel like that happens to you. You have established a form of relationship, but you do not have the actual relationship with them. So similarly with God, if you do not speak to them, if you do not share and exchange on a daily basis, you do not have a relationship that you think you have. And I want to encourage to you, how is your prayer life? You must recognize the lack of prayer life in your in your in your life. Prayer is the most important thing. If you do not have prayer, this is the basic element. This is the foundation of Christianity. You speaking to God, every single day spending time with God. And how how do you do that? Well, 
First, you need to take heed of the word of the apostle. In 1 Thessalonians 5.17, he says, pray without ceasing. And what does he mean by that? How can you pray without ceasing? You have other things going on in your life. You have to go to work, school, and you have to do assignments. You have to uh, talk to your family. How can you say that pray without ceasing? Now, we have to recognize he's not saying you have to lock yourself inside the room and pray all the time. But what I think he's saying is you have to have this relationship with God throughout the day as you walk about your day. Do you converse with him? Do you talk to him? Do you share with him? Do you have this anticipation? Do you have this excitement and joy when you talk to God? So as you go about your day, you say, Lord, what a wonderful day it is. You look at the flowers and you share that with the Lord. And you look at the animals, you say, how beautiful animals you have made, O Lord God. So you converse without ceasing. You're talking to the Father. That is a relationship. Having thoughts all the time, a lot of things running through your head. There are a lot of things. You, you are ta- thinking of what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear. You're thinking of the friends. You're thinking of your family. Every time that thought's going in your mind. So what you have to do is, instead of thinking unnecessary, unfruitful thinkings, you have to start thinking about God and trying to converse with Him. That is the most joyful and exciting adventure you'll have because you are talking to the Father who is always present with you. So that's prayer life. Pray without ceasing. Walk with Him. Talk to Him and converse with Him. And He wants to converse with you. So how is your prayer life? It, doesn't have, it does not have to be at a select time, at a select position, at a select place. It has to do with your heart's attitude. So as you sit there to pray, as you pray to God, you have to be very intentional to talk to Him. Not Do not pray a default prayer. I, I've made that mistake for a long time. You see, I just sit down to pray and then I start bl- uh, this blurting these words and I was just saying things that just came to my mind. It was a default prayer. It was the prayer that I heard and I just uh, said over and over and over and over and it stuck in my head. And now I was just saying it without even realizing them. So prayer life has to be intentional. Prayer life has to be more than a place and a time. It has to be more uh, sporadic prayer life. It has to be speaking to God as though he is actually your father. You're not just uh, rubbing a lamp and expecting genie to perform miracles for you. God is personal. God is real. God is living. God God is powerful. Remember when Jesus taught us to pray, his disciples to pray, he said, pray this way. He said, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's what he said. What is this first part is saying? Our Father in heaven, that signifies intimacy. That says you are intimate with God. You are Your God is loving. He wants to have a relationship with you. There's a two-ways relationship. And the second part, he says, hallowed be thy name. That is, God, your name be holy, that your name be powerful. There's none like you, there's none beside you, O Lord. You are powerful, God. You are awesome, God. You are one and only perfect, God. Your name be made holy. Your name be made sacred, that no one may blaspheme your name, that no one may undermine your name, no one may casually take your name, because your name is holy, O God. Your name is holy. That's what Jesus Jesus told us to pray. That's how Jesus told us to pray. So prayer life. As a Christian, this is the basic need. Pray. 
pray, spend time with God. And the second thing is study your Bible. How, how do you pursue the knowledge of God? If you do not have the knowledge of God, you cannot know God right? And the Bible gives us the information on God. It gives us wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and it gives us information on God, how He is or who He is and why He is. All of the answers are in the Bible. If you say Bible, studying Bible is boring, I cannot study it. It's so time-consuming and I don't understand most of the times. Read it. Ask Holy Spirit in that case and say, Lord, I need your help to study the Bible because all the wisdom, all the treasure are located in the Bible. And we miss that and we'll miss most things in this life. You have no idea in the countries where there, there, there's persecution, they are starving for the Bible. In most cases, there's one Bible and that goes around the village and they will worship that Bible because it's so precious. It is so rare. It is the word of Jesus. They want to know more. But in America, in the countries like America, they're superfluous of the Bible. Everyone has it. So we neglect it. And I do think that's wrong. Bible, start reading the Bible. You know what's sad? People will prioritize reading other book and they will not read the Bible. They will want to read uh, somebody who wrote about the Bible, who has made expansion on the Bible, but they will not read the actual Bible. So Bible is the food for us. If prayer is the air to breathe, Bible is the food. You cannot survive. Jesus Christ said... You will not live by bread alone, but every word that comes out of the mouth of the Father, you will live by those as well. So he's talking about the spiritual well-being, spiritual fitness. So you have to read the Bible. Bible is important. Bible is more important than anything else because it gives us the knowledge and understanding of God. Prayer and reading the Bible is important. If you're not doing that regularly and prioritizing that over, over everything else, then you're missing that basic elementary teaching of Christianity. This is what this is what makes Christian a Christian. Reading the Bible, praying regularly. Remember, these things are what helps us to become men and women of God. These things shape us. They will shape us mentally. They will shape us emotionally. They will shape us spiritually. But this I know, that prayer and studying the Bible is indispensable. It is indispensable. I hope that you're encouraged and challenged. And I pray that you'd continue to walk with God and trusting in Jesus.